today for our competition talks with leading experts in competition policy, we have Jorge Freire, head of the anti-cartel unit of the ADC. Jorge is a legal expert with an extensive experience in investigating cartels, has previously held positions in the legal departments of both the ADC and Banco Portugal, worked in the private practice, and has recently taken a leading role in the advocacy work of the ADC. Jorge will be addressing in this competition talk the recent developments of the advocacy campaign of the ADC regarding the Guide for Business Associations. Jorge, it's a pleasure to have this competition talk with you. Uh, I would start by asking, why worry particularly about business associations and what risks may, may they entail for competition amongst, amongst their associates? Thank you for your kind introduction. Uh, it's a pleasure to discuss with you this important topic and one of the most recent advocacy initi initiatives of the ADC. Uh, trying to answer your question, I, I must first stress that uh, business associations play a fundamental role in the representation, the defense, and also promotion of their associated companies and are an important element of entrepreneurship in the Portuguese economy. Uh, the fact that associations aggregate competitors in a given sector is obviously not in itself restrictive of competition. Uh, however, uh, their decisions and initiatives may be restrictive uh, if they provide or facilitate the, the coordination of the strategic behavior of firms in the market. Uh, interfering with the degree of competition and the independent nature of firms' strategic decisions, uh, business associations must take into account that there are certain practices that simply do not comply with competition law and in fact subvert the very mission of associations and may uh, ultimately um, damage uh, and undermine market efficiency. For this reason, the ADC considers it is key to raise awareness of business associations, their governing bodies, their supervisory bodies, as well as their associates on how to avoid infringements to competition law. Uh, so the, the purpose of this guide aimed at business associations is to make clear to associations and their associates the decisions and the behaviors that must be avoided uh, to ensure compliance with competition rules, uh, as well as the penalties they may face if they infringe competition law. Uh, the guide thus provides clarification and guidance for business associations uh, on matters of their activity where the Competition Act and the treaty are applicable. Josh, can you illustrate uh, some of the risks that you have described with some practical cases, for example, from the ADC? In fact, the ADC already has a vast record of investigating and sanctioning restrictive practices carried out by business associations, with several decisions that led to the conviction of uh, professional orders, namely the, the order of veterinarians, dentists, and the, the, the order of physicians. All of this following the, the establishment of minimum prices or price floors in the provision of services rendered by their members. Uh, the, the ADC also imposed fines on an association of uh, shipping agents, uh, AGEPOR, uh, as well as on ANEP, the, the National Association of Car Park Companies for the same kind of price fixing practices. Uh, very recently, in a remarkably fast investigation that, that took only 10 months from the opening of proceedings to the final decision, we sanctioned the Portuguese Association of Driving Schools, APEC, and its president uh, for the, the practice of price fixing through the approval and implementation of a, a strategy for a gradual and concerted increase in the price of driving licenses. 
regarding market sharing practices, the ADC sanctioned the order of official accountants, OTOC, now named OCC, uh, for creating an, an artificial segmentation of the compulsory training market aimed at official accountants. Uh, in this case, the ADC considered that OTOC created uh, unjustified barriers to entering the training market, uh, a market in which the order itself acted as a, a training entity. Also, with uh, respect to information exchange practices, the ADC uh, has an extensive record of investigation and action with conviction decisions and also commitments uh, in very different sectors of the economy. Uh, although acceptable in some cases, the, the exchange of information within a business association may give rise to competition concerns. Uh, indeed, uh, the, the exchange of information may be anti-competitive uh, depending on the type, the timeliness, the, the level of aggregation, the market characteristics, and even uh, how information is shared and uh, disseminated. Uh, so it was in this context that the ADC convicted IEPL, uh, the, the Panification Association of Lisbon, uh, precisely for an anti-competitive practice of information exchange reg uh, regarding the, the sale prices of bread. Uh, IPL uh, requested information on prices charged by its associated companies, later spreading that information, uh, which uh, allowed the member companies to adjust their prices in view of that data. Uh, more recently, the, the ADC also investigated practices of this nature uh, within the scope of the specialized credit sector uh, involving two associations, uh, ALF, uh, a leasing, factoring and renting association, uh, and also ASFAC, a specialized and consumer credit association. Uh, in this case, is the investigation focused on the information exchange systems created and implemented by these associations and has led to the imposition of commitments to, to face the competition concerns identified by the ADC. Given all the risks that you have uh, mentioned and the examples that you gave, what do you think are the key messages in terms of do's and don'ts for business associations? Well, uh, we can focus on the do's and don'ts, but uh, both in a perspective of the behavior of the associations and their representatives uh, on one hand, uh, as well as in the perspective of the associated companies themselves on the other hand. Uh, business associations and their representatives should be as transparent as possible in the subjects of the discussions they promote amongst their associates. Also, they should not disclose to members any information that allows access to the individual and disaggregated data of the other associates. And if they want or have the need to disclose statistical elements, it is advisable to disclose only historical and aggregated data. Obviously, they should never ever disclose any price lists and commercial conditions. As far as associated companies are concerned, well, the key, the key topics are not very different. Companies sh should bear in mind that associations serve to safeguard their interests, but not to promote collusion between competitors. Uh, it is important to be extremely careful with the information that is disclosed, discussed, and conveyed uh, in the meetings promoted by the association. So participants in the meetings should always refrain from discussing issues of a strategic and commercially sensitive nature. Uh, any discussion on prices, capacity, production, market shares, uh, and even negotiations uh, with common customers or common suppliers should be strictly taboo. 
my personal advice is that if you hold a position in the association, you must protect yourself and uh, express in writing your disagreement and opposition to any decisions of the association that you consider to be illegal. Uh, on those situations, you should stand up for legality and protect yourself and your company. Last but not least, it is crucial that firms report to the ADC any decisions by business associations uh, which they think may infringe competition rules and let us do our work. Um, the bottom line here is that each company must independently determine uh, its commercial policy. Thus, any initiative that somehow reduces the individual freedom of each, each firm uh, to define its commercial policy uh, will always be problematic uh, and most probably will be investigated. George, you have spread the word on the guide in a variety of sessions now throughout the country in different business associations and with a high attendance rate, as far as I know. What can you share with us in terms of the reactions uh, to the messages that you, that you um, share in your presentations? I mean, do attendees seem familiar with the best practices, with the issues that you address? Uh, so that you can immediately identify a clear um, advocacy effect? Thank you, Anna. Uh, in fact, over the last year, we held countless sessions and workshops uh, with confederations and business associations, such as the Portuguese Commerce and Services Confederation, uh, Centro Marca, uh, or, or the Portuguese Banking Association. Uh, the same happened with uh, some professional orders, such, such as the, the Order of Engineers and the Order of Chartered Accountants. Uh, we also uh, held sessions with other entities, such as the Portuguese Securities Market Commission and the Portuguese Central Bank, uh, or even Parca, the, a platform for monitoring relations in the food supply chain. Um, in terms of future events, uh, we will soon have a session with the CIP, Confederação Empresarial de Portugal, a large confederation that aggregates some extremely relevant associations in the Portuguese economy. Uh, these sessions have been highly participated and allowed for some vivid discussions. The, the topics that always generate more discussion relate to price fixing and uh, the exchange of sens sensitive information. In the case of professional orders, the topic of fees and the role of the orders in this regard are the ones that draw more attention from, from participants. The price fixing issues, while more straightforward, uh, still raise questions for discussion. For instance, uh, what are the limits to the intervention, uh, the intervention of associations? Uh, what precautions should be taken in, in this regard? Um, in contrast, the, the subject of information exchange being a, a gray area and often allowing for borderline situations uh, naturally generates a lot of interest discussion. Uh, the associations and the associates themselves often want to know more about what information they can and cannot share, uh, what are the risky behaviors, and what to do so as to ensure that they do not engage in any sort of illegal practices. Um, in my view, and from the experience I have gathered throughout this, the, these sessions, uh, this interaction has triggered a growing interest as well as an increased concern of both associations and companies with the prevention uh, of anti-competitive behavior. And another, another extremely positive effect we have identified uh, is the significant increase in the number and quality of the complaints received regarding the activities of business associations. 
both associated companies and consumers are increasingly reporting more situations of potential anti-competitive practices carried out by associations. And uh, furthermore, business associations are now reaching out to the ADC, uh, not only for the purpose of holding dedicated workshops, but, but also to discuss with us specific situations of their current or future action they want to, to clarify. Georges, thank you for, the, for having this competition talk. It was great to address all these issues with you. Thank you so much, Anna. It was my pleasure to speak with you about this relevant advocacy project of the ADC. And I would like to invite you and all the listeners to please stay tuned for news on the next workshops and events. Thank you. Thank you.